Now the News. I'm Shane Bigham. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi's expressed the country's readiness to enhance partnership with Brazil. Wang met his Brazilian counterpart in Brasilia, adding that the two sides should take the 50th anniversary of diplomatic ties as an opportunity to plan for high-level exchanges in the next phase. He also said, as the biggest developing countries in the East and Western hemispheres, China and Brazil should strengthen unity and cooperation to jointly tackle global challenges. Moro Vieira said Brazil is ready to strengthen communication and coordination with China and implement the major consensus between the two heads of state. He also said he hopes the G20 summit in Rio will be an opportunity to enhance high-level exchanges and bilateral cooperation. Chinese authorities say the country has remained the world's top manufacturing hub for 14 consecutive years. According to the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology, the country's industrial economy improved in 2023, and the information and communication industry grew faster. Last year, the total value added of industrial enterprises above the designated size increased by 4.6 percent. Among them, the added value of manufacturing enterprises above the designated size increased by 5 percent. Industrial enterprises above the designated size are those with an annual revenue from principal business of at least 20 million yuan, or about 2.8 million U.S. dollars. The Shenzhou 17 crews received a new batch of supplies after the Tianzhou 7 cargo ship docked with the China space station. The three Chinese astronauts first checked the integrity of the cargo ship before opening the payload according to safety rules. The items include 90 kilograms of fresh fruit and vegetables and a special gift for the Chinese New Year. The United States has launched a new round of strikes against Houthi anti-ship missiles aimed at the Red Sea. A Houthi spokesperson says Yemeni forces carried out a missile strike against a U.S. cargo ship in the Gulf of Aden. The spokesperson says the attack came in retaliation to strikes by the United States. Meanwhile, in the Gaza Strip, Israeli forces advanced into the southern city of Khan Yunus. Heavy fighting was reported near Nasser Hospital, the biggest one still functioning in the enclave. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is told as he allies that he objects to any Palestinian statehood. Sarah Coates has details. U.S. State Department, after those comments there by the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, came out to say that its commitment to a two-state solution after the war in Gaza remains the same. The spokesperson, Matt Miller, he says that there is no way to solve Israel's long-term security challenges in the region without the establishment of a Palestinian state. But look, despite this rebuff, the State Department has confirmed that its support for Israel remains ironclad. It is very important to say that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, he is a man under fire, not only internationally, but domestically as well. We are hearing uh, from Israeli media that behind the scenes, the ruling Likud party, the members of his party are rallying to try and find a new successor, while the Israeli public remains furious. We do need to remember that there are still more than 100 Israeli hostages that do remain in the Gaza Strip. Protests are continuing right across the country. North Korea has tested an underwater nuclear weapons system in its eastern waters. The Korean Central News Agency says the test was in response to joint naval exercises by the United States, South Korea and Japan. The test took place in waters south of Jeju Island earlier this week. Alaska Airlines will extend the grounding of its Boeing 737 MAX 9 fleet through Sunday amid an ongoing safety probe. The Federal Aviation Administration ordered the grounding of 171 MAX 9 planes across the U.S. after a mid-air accident two weeks ago. It says 40 of the aircraft still need re-inspections before putting them back in service. 
The World Tourism Organization says international travel is well on track to return to pre-pandemic levels this year. It notes that a stronger recovery of Asian markets is expected to underpin a full recovery in the sector. According to the UN body, international tourism's rebounded to 88% of pre-pandemic levels with an estimated 1.3 billion arrivals globally. Public transport fares in London will largely remain the same this year as part of the effort to ease cost-of-living pressures. Mayor Sadiq Khan acknowledges that continuing inflation has hit Londoners hard and says the government has set aside £123 million, or $156 million, to freeze transport fees until March of 2025. And that's the news. I'm Shane Bigelow.